a great pleasure right now to uh, welcome back to our show, a woman who's been with us uh, several times before on uh, several different uh, places where we've done this show, and it's always great to talk with our friend Lois Travelina, of course, uh, the wife of the uh, very talented Fred Travelina, who is also uh, with us uh, a few times on our radio show, a great comedian, actor, singer, impressionist, impressionist and composer, but uh, particularly this time of year, uh, we want to remember Fred because uh, he wrote so many great uh, songs, particularly Christmas songs we're going to be featuring on the program, but we're going to talk with, uh, chat with Lois Travelina for a few minutes, find out what she's been up to. And uh, Lois, I know it's been a while since we did this uh, on air, so great to have you back with us. How have you been? Well, thank you very much. It's a pleasure, and you're so nice to keep following up and, and calling me uh, during the holiday. I, I touch base with people all over the country, radio stations, and they've been so sweet and so nice. Nine times out of ten, um, they know who Fred was. The impressionist, not the singer, not the not the, the songwriter, but the impressionist. Right. Well, and that's great, but uh, but then there's a few who said Fred who, and then I just I, <laughs> I want to die. I know. I think I think the whole world should know, but Fred was one of five top impressionists at the time when he was when he was working Vegas and the Tonight Shows and the game shows and the whatever he did on television. Um, and he was labeled as the man of a thousand voices. But in reality, I think one time I sat down and counted them and there were over 400. Wow. But it was a good label, man of a thousand oh, voices. Sure. Well, you know, he was. And um, I fi- I'm finding things because I look at his uh, videotapes um, when he was on television. I was the one who stayed home and recorded. And uh, or else if the station gave him a recording, that was great, too. But um, most recently, I have to tell you this funny story, if you have have a minute. Sure. He wasn't being he wasn't being an impressionist. He wasn't being a singer. He was being a political know it all. I call him. Uh, <laughs> he was he worked for the National League of Families for for over 10 years, trying to get the men back from uh, Vietnam. Our, our POW and MIAs. And I put a tape in a couple weeks ago, and here was this TV show up in Seattle called um, The Town Town Meeting. And the host was had an a, um, audience around him, and he introduced Colonel Hopper, retired from the Army, Colonel, I think it was Valance from... Uh, he was with the security, uh, and he was with Air Force. And then Fred Travelina. the camera went to Fred Travelina. Well, I about died. Mm-hmm. I went, what? He's going to talk about this, pro- about this situation on television with these professionals? I'm telling you, he blew me away. <laughs> he knew it all. He knew it all. He was so dedicated to helping and trying to get those men back. It was really something else. And you, you but, didn't know that he did the show until you found the tape? Right. Well, maybe I knew at the time. Right, but, but you'd forgotten that he did it. Right, that's great. Yeah. I was here at home with two kids, two boys, taking them to and from school and participating and helping them, blah, 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 whatever. And uh, so when he said, honey, I'm going to be gone up to Seattle for a few days. I'll be back. And then, well, I knew he was working. He might have had, he might have had, uh, a concert or something while he was up there and then the tv show called him too so i never know i never know what i'm going to find on these tapes it's it's i have over 600 that i've dubbed down to dvds 
Well, I know uh, there's a channel on YouTube, Fred Travelina Channel, which uh, I know uh, you and your sons uh, post up uh, different videos from time to time. And I found one recently. I didn't realize uh, it was on YouTube, that great show, The Copycats, which Fred was part of. Uh, It was a briefly aired. It wasn't on a long time, but he was on a few of those episodes. Yes, he was on four. They did seven shows, and he was on four of them. Yeah. And you saw it where? I just found it on YouTube. It popped up on my YouTube one day, uh, and I watched really? it. And it was—they were doing a whole thing on uh, the Beatles. They all, all the oh, copycats yeah. did impressions of. Uh, he, he did both John and uh, Paul together, like Paul they did McCartney. a split screen. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. I found pictures of Paul McCartney, and I put them next to Fred, and I swear to God, they were brothers. Oh yeah, Fred could have been. So, looked, <laughs> he looked so much like Paul McCartney; it was adorable. Yeah, the the Italian but, uh, Beatle. <laughs> there you go. There you go. They just had a program about the Beatles on TV too. I see. Yeah, a documentary. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen clips of it, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah. Really good. Did you see that beautiful woman with Tony Bennett the other night? Gaga. Oh, I, I remember they made that show a few months ago. I did not get to see the actual broadcast, but I saw clips when they did a story on it. So Gaga and yeah. Tony together. I guess they've been friends for a while. Wow. And, but there is uh, a man who is 95 celebrating right. his 95th birthday, and I believe he has Alzheimer's. He does, um, yeah. 60 Minutes did a whole interview is. with him. And, yeah. uh, you know, oh, when really? he's not singing, uh, you know, he's kind of out of it. But when he's got up, up yeah. to the piano, they show the rehearsal and he knows all the remembers all the lyrics. It's amazing. He does. Yeah. He's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, back to Fred and his music. It is just um, a lot of people. I, I know would play it if they just heard one. Yeah, let's just remind the, the folks out you there because uh, Fred, uh, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, uh, not only the other things you've, you talked about, singer, comedian, actor, but a great songwriter, composer. And uh, I know you've been working on, or he was working on a Sinatra musical, and I know you're continuing that. We'll talk about that in a minute. But a Christmas Suite, which we're going to feature some of the songs on the show tonight, he wrote a whole album of Christmas music. Yes, he did. A whole album. Ten, ten beautiful songs. Uh, whether it's snow in Central Park or uh, shopping on in, in New York, shopping anywhere at Christmas time, right? Uh, Christmas on Broadway, what was that like? And you know, falling in love in, in New York City at Christmas time, you know, the, all these titles, I, you, it just they just blow you away. And, and in the and in I, the style of let's say the Amer- American popular songbook, I mean that style of music. Which, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Popular songbook, uh, um, standard type arrangements and the orchestrations, ha! Ah, they were unbelievable. But that's the way he grew up, and that's what he listened to. He used to tell the story. His father worked. Maybe I've told you this story before, but his father worked at the log cabin uh, in um, a log cabin. Is that what it was called in um, New Jersey? Oh, sure. And they were singing waiters, singing right. waiters. And so they were both the same age, I don't know, in 1933 or somewhere around there. And um, so then Fred's uh, father was still singing from time to time. And um, Fred said he would come home at night and read him a bedtime story, which was out of the newspaper about Frank Sinatra. (laughs) (laughs) That's 
that's how we learned about Sinatra. That's where so, Sinatra started, know, right? That's was one of his first gigs at that log cabin restaurant. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and they tore it down, which was a sad thing. But um, and I, you know, I I'm of the age that I can listen to Frank Sinatra from now to doomsday and I enjoy every song they make you fall in love and that's what he tried to do for people back then let them fall in love the singers today between you me and the fence post I can't understand their words no I agree I don't yeah. they I don't know how they're muffled or the microphones in front of their face or whatever the case may be but back then uh, you understood um, Vic Damone um, uh, Randall, uh, whomever, and Jack yeah, Dean, Jones. Dean Martin, and uh, all those. Steve Dean Lawrence, Martin, yeah, Jack Sammy, Jones, yeah, Sammy, yeah, and Fred also uh, worked to enunciate every word and every line. And when you look at and see on on YouTube, you can find Fred Travelina Christmas music, and there's a clip on there. The um, uh, when snow falls in Central Park. Great song. Yeah. Oh, and uh, my boys put a video clip uh, underneath it. So here's Fred singing this song, and when snow falls in Central Park, and you see uh, the tavern, and you see the trees, and you see the snow, and and the pictures match what he's saying. Right. But <clears throat> that's how he wrote. He pictured everything. He used to go out for a walk with the dogs, and he'd come back and he'd say, "Honey, I got this song. Oh my God, wait till you hear this one." Bye-bye. Oh, I didn't know you were writing. <laughs> you know, and Fred out. was from Long Island because when, when I had him on the first time uh, on radio, yes. I didn't know he was from Long Island originally, where I was yes. from. So uh, he's a Long Island, New York Beth guy. Page. Yeah, yeah, Beth Page, and uh, um, oh, what's the name of that town? I don't know. Anyway, he's. Uh, Oh, yes. And that's why uh, I say all the time, it's, uh, he wrote about what he loved, which was Christmas, but he also loved the city. And, uh, and you know, uh, stations around the country, they can play that music just because it has New York mentioned. I mean, people in Texas sing about San Francisco sure. or Chicago or Florida, well, you know. Um, so they can sing about New York. Um, but, and you listen to the words and you can relate to it if you'd ever been to New York. Oh, it's just amazing. So, um, we enjoy it. I enjoy it so much. I really do. So, and you mentioned the play. I know well, last time we work- talked, you were working on, uh, continuing Fred's work on the Sinatra show, right? Sinatra play. <laughs> right, right. Still working on it. Uh, I've got somebody in uh, Cleveland, producer type uh, a lady who has been in on Broadway and she's pr- performed, but she's also uh, a director. And uh, when she read the script, she said, oh, Lois, we have to work on this. We have to work on this. So I'm waiting. Anytime she calls me, I'm ready to go. Great. He already <laughs> wrote, know, uh, he wrote 10, 12 songs already. I mean, he had that already done. 12, 12 songs, right? He recorded uh, I think only six, mm-hmm. but he wrote 23. Oh, 23. Okay. Songs I know you said he wrote a whole score. Play. Okay, great. Oh yeah, he did. But, um, we never got into a studio to record all the music, 
But everyone, everyone who hears it, they flip out. I mean, the music sells them. Yeah. Um, the storyline, it, it's kind of a, uh, depending on what kind of a person you are. Um, Fred wrote it because he loved the man, the voice, the singer. Um, other people say, oh, bad man said bad words, da, 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 and want to put in bad words and bad happenings. Right. And Fred didn't write it that way. And I will not have that. Um, that's not how I picture Mr. Sinatra. I met him several times and loved the man um, and his family, his whole family. But um, I had one writer and he took it. And I'm telling you, every other uh, sentence had a bad word in it. Changed it. it. Yeah, right. I remember you said that. Yeah. You weren't happy no, with that first draft, you. right? No. No, thank you. Will not do it. So that producer washed his hands in my play and said, can't do it. He wanted it to be a bad scene, a bad play. And I said, no, won't do it. So, and this lady that I'm talking with, this director in the, uh, Cleveland, Cleveland, yeah, um, she's the same as I am. She says, no, this man was so terrific and the way he sang and made people fall in love and think about their lives. And, oh, no, that's how we have to keep them. Sure. So uh, it's going to get up one day. I'm, I'm, I just have to find a few producers who will help me. And uh, I don't know where I'll find them. I had a couple of guys down there in Florida at one point. But um, I don't know what happened to them. Mm. Oh, there again. Let me tell you this one. I just pulled up a Ruth Eckert Hall tape where Fred was performing, it was a Christmas, December um, show. That right, just there. a little bit north of us here, right? Yeah, at Ruth Eckert Hall. And uh, again, blew me away. And he was giving a lot of history, which I found interesting because I don't remember him doing that in years later, uh, but talked about how uh, he, he met Bette Midler. And Bette Midler said, you have to meet my arranger. You will love this arranger. He is so good. Da, da, da. So she hooked him up with this arranger. Fred went to meet him. Barry Manilow. Oh, sure. <laughs> it was Barry Manilow, her arranger at right, that right. time. But, I mean, that that in itself was uh, a point. He was her piano player when I think they started out in these uh, kind of a weird nightclubs or something in New York. Back yeah. in the seventies, yeah. I guess, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Little tiny uh, clubs, and uh, of course the off-Broadway shows. And Fred was doing an off-Broadway, and that's where he met Bette Midler. She oh, was sure. Doing one, she was in the same play that Fred was. Yeah. Oh, they were. Okay, so, I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 So and Fred, uh, just for it. people not aware, Fred does one of the best, and it's very difficult to do a good impression of Sinatra, but he he does the. If not the best, one of the best that I've seen. If, and it's on YouTube. You can still see it, I believe. Not only the oh, yeah. older Sinatra, but uh, like the stages of Sinatra, the younger Sinatra he does. Yes. From the 40s all the way up. Yeah. I mean, it would blow people away. And, and Frank even said that from stage one night. Uh, some guy was down in front of the stage and singing along with Frank as Frank was singing. And he turned around to the band, stopped the band. He said, wait a minute, wait a minute. And he looked at the guy. He said, hey, you, nobody 
nobody sings along or does an impression of me except Fred Trampoline. <laughs> you, you got that? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the people just went crazy. Um, but they all tried. Uh, Rich tried and Gorshin tried and uh, they all tried. Now, saying that, uh, a dear, dear friend who was trying back then and continued to work at it, uh, Bob Anderson. Bob Anderson. I was just going to bring that up. I think he's doing a show at Carnegie Hall. He is. Yeah. He is on the this month, 7th. Wait a minute. Saturday night, the 4th? It's I early in the month of December as we talk. Yeah, I believe, yeah. I believe it's this week. Right. Yeah. And and he's good. And and I But I keep saying to him, I hope somewhere in the show you put in one song as you. He is such a wonderful singer. Great. I have Great a singer. couple of, Yeah. A couple albums of his, and uh, again, he does the standard type um, orchestrated songs, and he is so wonderful. But I was going to plan to go back and see it. I wanted so badly to see it, the show, but he's going to do fine. I know he will, and uh, and that's good. He did that show in Vegas for about a year, maybe about five, six years ago at some hotel. I forget which one. And then uh, he was going to do a show... During the summertime at the South Point, and I would have loved to go out and see him, but they canceled it because of everything going on. So, so right. he hasn't he hasn't done it in a while. But uh, yeah, next time I'm out in Vegas and he's out there, I want to see him. I've never seen him live. Oh, you know he's great. Yeah. He's so talented. He yeah. really is. I love him to death. Did yeah. did, did uh, Fred know him? I mean, did they work together or know each other as impressionists oh, yes. in Vegas? Well, yeah. Yes, they knew each other. They didn't work together per se, but right. they they did a lot of talking and laughing, of course. And, uh, but hearing him push forward to do the Sinatra act and the show and who was it? Tony Bennett many years ago, um, talked to him and said, cause I heard this through the grapevine and he said, you know, you don't have to dress up. You don't have to put makeup on. We know that you sound like him. Yeah. And he, he said the same thing to Fred. You don't have to wear the makeup. Just, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. And, uh, and Fred Fred started finally doing that. He he did the makeups for a while, but he had a good makeup artist to help him do that. And then as time went on, it got to the point where being in a chair for three hours and putting makeup on oh, was yeah. really I think it's old. Time- <laughs> oh, it, it was really tough on him. So he um, he stopped doing that, except for the makeups of the of the political guys. Right, there's some videos of him as George Bush and uh, yeah. and the president's very very funny. Yeah. Right. All before we before we get too long and before we have to wrap it up, I, I did want to ask you a little bit. You mentioned Las Vegas, and of course, you and Fred were there for a long time, and kind of in the heyday of it for a while in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. What was that like? It must have been a lot of fun. I've only been to Vegas since the late nineties, so I don't know what it was like in those great you know days where you had the, all the entertainers were there. It's not like that anymore. You, you bet. It was so wonderful. I mean. We would go, he'd finish his act, um, whether it was at the Hilton or the MGM or, um, he only played Caesars, uh, at the very end of, of, uh, working. And what happened, never mind, I'm not going to say that, but it, it <laughs> was so, um, <laughs> it was such a great time because we could go over to see Frank. We could go to see Dean Martin. We could go to see, um, Anne Margaret. Uh, and Fred worked with Ann Margaret, Shirley McLean. He worked with Shirley. He worked with a lot of female singers. And uh, but we'd finish the show, 
And he'd come off stage, maybe the first show, and we'd dash over to the Caesars or uh, wherever, um, the Sahara, you know, and uh, we'd see a celebrity. Uh, it, it was a hoot. And, of course, then at night, late at night, we'd be out until the wee small hours, 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. But then we could sleep all day the next day. Sure. And this was this was pretty much before um, – well, we had started having kids in 1977, so after that we had babies. But then we had a we took an au pair with us, and she would stay in the house while we were out working and visiting and seeing talented people. It was it was so great. I wanted to see about getting a star for Fred on the um, Walk of Fame. There, all right. We have one. We have one here in Hollywood, which is. Oh, marvelous. Oh, marvelous. I'm so grateful. I thank God every day that we have that star. Uh, I go down many times during the year. And when friends come to town or relatives, we always have to go and pay tribute to Fred. But um, but I'd like to get one in Vegas. I don't know if it's worth it now. Um, people say the, the strip is just a mess. It's too overbuilt. I mean, if that's possible, it? just, it's just too... I mean, it's... You know, interesting, but it's way, I mean, just looking at pictures of the way it was back in the 60s and 70s, and you yeah. see it today, it's just completely different, you know. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine. And there's no uh, no big stars anymore that play. You know, they yeah. have, like, the Cirque du Soleil shows. They're fine, but they're all kind of the same. There's no real yeah. big, and I guess rock acts might be the biggest, you know, names out there if they go out. But there's no real, the hotels don't have, like, comedians anymore or you know, no. Like a Tom, like a, you know, like a Tom Jones might come once a year, but that type of entertainment, it's not there anymore. Right. You know? I hear Adele is going in, and she's going to do a fri- Friday and a Saturday night. That's oh, is how, she? Yeah. yeah. That's how bad it is to get. Didn't it used to be like would entertainers would do two or three weeks at a time? Oh, yeah. We, yeah. We'd always do like three weeks at a time. And that's two shows a night. Two a night. Seven wow. nights a week. Oh, no night off. Seven nights a week. <laughs> no. Wow. Never did. I knew it was two shows and a night. Was, I didn't know it was, it was the whole time. I thought maybe you got like a day off or somewhere. Oh, wow. No. We never got a day off. Seven days a week. And they paid us. They paid us well. But they, um, uh, but not today. They can't get people to come in and see shows no no uh, too, too much other things I, people are doing now you know they don't want to bother sitting in a theater for two hours i guess yeah, yeah. they like blowing their money i guess i guess but uh but back then they they were gambling too but they would gamble after the shows or right before the shows you know so i don't yeah things are a lot different in there in the casinos today I don't know what it's like. Uh, the one hotel that I've stayed at several times, it, it seems to me, I, mean, I wasn't there then, but the kind of a throwback is the South Point, which has kind of an old-fashioned showroom. Have you been there, the South Point in Vegas? Yes. Fred headlined at the South he Point. Did, he did. He was there. Okay. That seems to be yeah. if, you know, like it might have been back in the 70s or 60s, yeah. that type of place. And they and they get people yeah. like Tony Orlando and you know that are still performing yeah. going there. But, uh, Tony Orlando still performing there? Yeah, I see. I check the schedule every once in a while. He goes in there a couple times a year. Yeah, and they'll have comedians, but they'll, they'll have singers. Dina Martin, you know, I've, I've seen her show out there. She does a yeah. tribute to her dad, of course. But, but yeah, Tony Orlando, uh, but of that type of act, you know, the, the kind of the yeah. traditional showbiz act. That place has it. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 
Yeah, and I don't know what Caesars, what they have in there now. They had That's Celine where, Dion oh. for a long time. I guess she, she did a residency. They call residencies now if you're there, you know, for more than a couple of weeks, I oh. guess. Brit- Britney Spears had been there, I think. But I don't know who's there now. I don't follow it. No, <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, but just not the same. But, uh, you know. Entertainers like uh, like Fred uh, Travelina, uh, just uh, you know, it's, it's a days days gone by. Unfortunately, I don't know anybody's coming up doing those kind of being that kind of entertainer anymore. I know, I know. Clint Holmes, you know Clint Holmes. I, I never met him, but I know of him. Yeah. Oh my! There's a talented, talented guy. He's godfather to one of our sons, and we're oh really? Oh great! His his twins, and well, oh, I'll have to tell you a quick, quick story. We were in uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, Fred had a job to go to Puerto Rico and he was going to appear there for a week. And uh, so we go and he went down to rehearsal and he walked in the room and here was this guy up on stage singing and performing. And uh, it was Clint. But Fred didn't know him. He never saw him, met him before. So he left and he said, oh, I'll go back, you know, in a little while. So then Fred went back in and he did his rehearsal. Later that afternoon, we were in the coffee shop having a bite to eat, and um, this guy comes in, and he comes over to the, the table to say hello to Fred. And he said, um, and Fred said, oh, nice to meet you. He said, I saw you at rehearsal, and uh, where are you working tonight? And he said, I'm working here. And Fred said, well, I'm working here. <laughs> and... Clint said, and Fred, they said, I'm not following you. I'm not following you either. (laughs) And they, they, I mean, because they both said, you know, each one was so good. Sure. And they they flipped a coin to see who was going to go on first. And then the next night they switched. And they did that the whole time we were there. Oh, so they didn't tell either that they were on the same bill until they got there. Right. Wow. Right, but they switched each <laughs> one night. Fred was the opening act, and the next night, Clint was the opening wow. act. For Oh, it was just a hoot. And I don't remember us ever working together again after that, but but Clint traveled the country just like anybody. He lives in Vegas. Yeah, he and his wife. And his still, wife's a performer, too. I've seen her on, yes. and she does a show, so yeah. yeah. Yes, Kelly Clinton, and Kelly, she has yeah. a TV show, yeah. She's adorable. She's a beautiful. Yeah, lady. I've never met her. I like. I've seen her TV show and clips of her. She's very good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She's very good. From I but, believe she's uh, from New Jersey also. So uh, she's a Jersey. She's girl. from New Jersey. I, I've heard I her talking about it. So she's from New Jersey too. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I know that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, well, it's uh, just yeah. good to remember, uh, you know, what it was like in Vegas in those years and uh, that type of entertainment. We try and keep it alive, at least as far as the music goes uh, here oh, and. Oh, yeah. I know some places, uh, you know, radio stations or online are doing it, but uh, we got to keep it going, Los. <laughs> you bet. You bet. That's why I hope so desperately that some people will pick up and play some of this great music because I think uh, I think they'll enjoy it. People enjoy it once they hear it. So, and and I know that you're a supporter, so you'll play no it. No question. Too, but, yeah. Do you have a website, yeah. Lois? I guess people, in case people want to, you know, get Fred's music, uh, is it available at uh, Amazon, or do they have to go to your website, or how does that work? Well, there is a www.fredtravelina.com. Well, I know you have that website, right? There. Yeah. And uh, but on YouTube, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube. People can go to Amazon, CD Baby, 
um, iTunes uh, to get the music. Um, my sons are constantly uh, putting things up. And in fact, my son showed me something new last night. He said TikTok and, and something else. And I'm going, uh, I'm, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't either. That up. <laughs> I've heard of it, but um, I, I, don't, I don't go near that TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what any of it is. Yeah. But, um, but I hear that uh, people can go on. I, I mentioned it on somebody's radio show. Uh, Brad Chambers, Martini in the Morning. Oh, here. sure. And, yeah. And uh, one of his uh, listeners uh, on Zoom, we were on Zoom. The next week she came on and said, Lois, I went to Amazon and I got it. And she says, now I know how I'm going to wrap all my Christmas presents and decorate my house by listening to Fred sing. Oh, great. I went, oh, how great <laughs> is that? That was sweet. That was sweet. So that's what I'm doing, trying to keep up with Mr. Travelina's talents and notify people. He was a, a sweetheart. He was a very nice man. A lot of people loved him. No doubt. Uh, I never. I. I have yet to hear one people say any person say a bad thing about him because he was. Uh, well, you couldn't. He was a good Christian. You'd be lying if you no. did. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, that's right. But he was a good Christian and. Uh, he was. Yeah. Just a talented, talented man at everything that he did. So it was fun. I just want to mention, too, since we talked, you can watch Lois. uh, You mentioned the Pacific Broadcast Pioneers. Uh, You did a nice long interview with them uh, that's on YouTube. So uh, we have a similar organization down here, the Broadcast uh, Pioneers of Florida. So we have a similar organization. But uh, I'm glad that you were able to do that. Uh, Those are great to have available, at least an archive of those kind of interviews. You bet. You bet. We had a little celebrity showcase going on for the past year of all the different celebrities that we had luncheons for. And uh, the people who were on the dais and talked about that celebrity. So I helped put some of that together, and it was a hoot and a half, I'll tell you. I got to talk talk to my friends uh, like Johnny Mathis and Jack Jones, because Fred worked with them. So I, I was always around when he worked with these guys. Right. So they were they were special uh, people that we we clip put the clips in on them and people can go online at the Pacific Pioneer Broadcasters PBB or Hollywood Media Professionals to see any and all of those luncheons. Yeah, they're great. Great uh, to watch. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad you got. To- and yeah. yeah, you mentioned Jack Jones and Johnny Mathis. They're still out there. I guess they're starting to tour again, but they're still working. They're yeah. not sitting at home yeah. and doing nothing. <laughs> no, Johnny Mathis is out there, and he's up in his eighties, yeah. eighty-five or something. He Jack, is, uh, Jack's yeah. got a new CD coming out. I check his website every. I, I had him on a few times. I'd like to get him on again, but uh, he's still out there. Oh yeah, yeah. good, good. Yes, he yeah. is. Well, Lois, uh, always great to catch up with you. I'm glad we had a chance to chat today. We won't wait uh, as long before we do it again. Well, let's do something. I know around uh, the uh, the Memorial Day, we'll do it again because I know uh, Fred good. was very involved okay. with the patriotic music. Yes, yes, he wrote several of those, so he. I would love to do it again. We'll do love that later in the year, but glad you're doing well. You sound great, and uh, let's uh, talk you down too. the road, but have a great uh, Christmas season. Thank you. You too. Ho, ho, ho. I hope Santa brings you everything you want. We're, we're, we're trying. Lois Travelina, <laughs> our guest, and uh, we'll continue right after this. I'm Stan Brock. Thirty years ago, I formed Remote Area Medical to help people overseas. But then we found generations of families in America isolated by poverty from the health care they need. Together, 
we can take dental, vision, and medical help to a million adults and their kids right here at home in the United States of America.